coronavirus. How has that been affecting digital nomads? Well, I've been on the road uh, while this this whole coronavirus thing, you know, of early 2020 has been unraveling. So here's just here's my situation. Um, I, I was doing a relatively small trip to um, Georgia, a snowboarding trip for a couple of weeks. I was due to leave early March, and then I I got really sick. I got a fever. I was out of action for two weeks. This was on the back of um, quite a hectic weekend. Um, so may, maybe I was just, um, I'd love my immune system from being out late at the weekend and then I got sick. Was it coronavirus? Was it flu? Was it something else? I don't know. I guess I'll never know. But um, I was sick for a couple of weeks. This trimmed off the beginning of my journey. So I had to order another, book another flight to Georgia. Once I was better a few days later. Then... Um, Got to Tbilisi, went to Gudari snowboarding, um, had had like a week there, that was good. Um, no snow though, the snow was forecast, um, which if, if you're into snowboarding anyway, fresh powder is great, so you, you want snow, there hadn't been snow for weeks, great, powder was forecast, finally get to the day, powder's forecast, so you've got 20 centimetres, um, it's a good day, it wasn't, wasn't amazing, you need another, you need two or three days of 20 centimetres, which are all forecast to get like perfect powder or, or half a meter overnight or whatever. So Monday was really good. Tuesday was going to be epic. But because some so apparently the story is some travelers from the Czech Republic went to a bar in Gadari. They tested positive for coronavirus later. So because of that, um, the entire resort was shut down on the biggest powder day or the day before the biggest powder day of the season. That sucks. Um, but in terms of travel, I was due to fly back on the 17th of March via Ukraine, but Ukraine shut their airspace. Luckily, I, I'm currently living in the Czech Republic. Luckily, I applied for a temporary residence permit, which EU citizens don't need, but because of Brexit, I, I had to get one in order to stay. If I, hadn't, if I didn't have that with me or I didn't have one of those, say I was someone from another EU country living in the Czech Republic, so if I was, say, Spanish living in the Czech Republic and I didn't have a temporary residence permit and I wanted to get back into Prague, where my home is, uh, I wouldn't be allowed back in for at least, I think it's 30 days, but th this could be extended for ages, so who knows? So it's, it's lucky I have my temporary residence permit with me as well because it's a separate piece of paper I could have left at home. It doesn't go in the passport. So now I've had to look at what flights are still available I booked a flight through um, Minsk on uh, Belavia, um, Belarusian Airlines, who I flew earlier this year, actually, when I went to Minsk. Um, they don't have restrictions yet, so hopefully I'll be allowed in. Another interesting thing on top of this is the EU has said, oh, Macron, uh, the French Prime Minister said, or pre French President rather, said they will, the EU will be closing its borders. It's really helpful in, in times like this to, to, when you hear eight separate conflicting vague statements about what's allowed and what isn't. He didn't say whether residents of EU countries will be allowed in, whether nobody will be allowed in. So I'm, I'm flying in, in 12 hours at 3.45am for some reason. Tbilisi has loads of flights in the middle of the night. No idea why. Um, I'm flying at 3.45am. Um, and I think I'll be able to get into Prague, but I'm not sure. 
because what does that EU closure thing mean? So then if I can't get back in, I guess I'll be living in Tbilisi. One of the great things about Tbilisi is, you know, it's a beautiful city, it's in the mountains, people are really nice, food's amazing. Um, it's also extremely cheap, and it's extremely cheap now, um, I guess because of COVID. It's even cheaper now because of COVID. I'm in an amazing uh, two-bedroom Airbnb here, um, and it's only costing, including all fees and everything, like $45 a night. If this was in San Francisco or London, you, I think this would cost about $1,000 a night at least. Um, exposed brick, beautiful place. Um, so if if I do get stranded here for a month, I, I guess I'm uh, I'll stay somewhere like this. But um, yeah, so if you are a perpetual digital nomad, if you, if you're traveling a lot, then you know I hesitate to say things like this happen because this is a, a once in a hundred year occurrence. Luckily, and hopefully, it won't become more more common. But um, I guess these are the kind of things you have to you have to think about things like this more. If I just stayed at home, you know, none of this would be particularly relevant. But yeah, this is this is the update so far. Um, we'll see what happens. But you know, George Georgia has had very few cases of of COVID, so it's it's not more dangerous for me to be here. It's just it's just threading the needle in terms of figuring out how I'm going to get home. Um, but it's it, it's been fine. There haven't really been any. Hasn't been any impact as such. Um, I'm self-isolating a bit. I'm not not going out to bars. I'm not going out necessarily. I'm just going out to get food. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll probably provide an update on this um, in the future to let you know what happened. Cheers and good luck with your situation. Digital Nomad on Fire. Tap subscribe in your podcast app to get every episode. Please review the podcast on iTunes. It really helps. Go to digitalnomadonfire.com for more info. Thanks.